is Lonnie Parker Pierce. Let's talk about our past and determine our future. Okay, DOF listeners. So, usually my extra segments are at the end of some of my episodes, but this is too funny, and I thought you would all get a kick out of it like I did. So the other day, I accidentally ran across the speed option for my podcast app. I use Overcast, so it's on the podcast episode itself, and you swipe left from the cover art to get to it. I look closer, and I find that you can speed up the audio on a podcast up to three and a half times. I thought, how can anyone listen to a podcast like that? By the way, if anyone really does listen at three and a half times, I really want to talk to you. Please contact me. So I turned my latest episode up to three and a half times and I started to listen. And here's how it sounds. My name is Lonnie Parker Pierce. Let's talk about our past and turn to the future. I'm starting this podcast because I want to be a force for positive change. I want to try the walls of racism, gender discrimination, LGBTQ discrimination, and more. I truly believe that we can all understand each other if we only try. Oh my God. <laughs> it sounds so crazy, right? I'm sorry, listeners, if you don't think this is hilarious, but I really do. <laughs> okay, I'll calm down. On to the episode. Okay, so I know you hear this on pretty much every podcast you listen to. Requests to leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, yada, yada, yada. It's probably boring to you by now, but the podcast world really is in its growth phase. That means that it is exciting to create a podcast of your very own, and it's not actually that hard to do. It also means that new podcasts need help and loyal listeners to drive momentum and help it survive. So I do need your help for Determine Our Future to survive and thrive. The best thing you can do for the podcast is to leave a review. All reviews and feedback are welcome. New episodes drop each week on Mondays. Subscribing to the podcast is also helpful to me and to you, so the new episodes are there in your app when you're ready to listen to them. If you join the DOF Facebook group, or go to determineourfuture.com and sign up for emails, or both, you'll get so much stuff. You will get once-weekly emails with descriptions of current and past episodes, resource pages with information that I used to put episodes together, access to all the episodes days before they officially drop on the podcast apps, and even extra segments that will only be available to you. To find the DOF Facebook page, search Determine Our Future. Also, find me on Twitter at LParkerPierce or hashtag DetermineOurFuture. You can contact me on Facebook or Twitter, or you can even go to DetermineOurFuture.com and use the contact section at the bottom of the page. As always, I look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for your support of my show. See my transcript for all of the research I used in the making of this episode. Music credits are as follows. Gravitational Waves, Departures, Sea Change, Recreation, and Urban Blues are all by Airtone. Aether Theories is by Vidian. See the full credits in the transcripts of each episode. (laughs) 
a lot of us are wondering how best to advocate for what we think is important. We might wonder how to affect change in our communities, in our children's schools, and in other organizations that we belong to. In this episode, I look into the ways that nonprofits and people are creating policy and cultural changes that will benefit others. I was excited to listen to people who are not only experts, but care deeply about the work that they do. Figuring out how to advocate for positive change? It's a big job. Let's get started. In the past, I have donated money to the causes that I feel are important, including the United Way. I have volunteered in the past, but not on a regular basis. I've actually made it a goal to volunteer once a month in 2021. That idea might scare you, dear listeners, but I have seen opportunities to volunteer online by sending emails, helping with nonprofit websites, and more. So I hope to reach this goal, and I'll let you listeners know how I'm doing. But, you know, other than these actions, I wasn't sure how to take more action to advocate for changes that I know are important and need to happen. So I did my research, and I learned a lot. I hope I can give you some ideas too. In December 2020, I attended a virtual session of the Community Connection Series on Advocacy by the United Way. The main speakers were Kristen Rosenberger, Senior Advocacy Manager at United Way in Minnesota, Barty Wahi, Executive Director, Children's Defense Fund in Minnesota, and Autumn Way, Chair of the Advocacy Committee of Women United. While these incredible women were speaking about advocacy and how they use it, I learned so much. The Children's Defense Fund does provide direct services. For example, they help to increase awareness and participation in public work support programs and federal and state tax credits for families. But Bardi Wahi also talked about how the agency uses advocacy to create systems changes. She stated that while direct services are important, it's also important to connect the community with policymakers to create transformational change. Wahi described advocacy as more than lobbying. The CDF also shares information, educates people on what the current issues are, influences others in the community to take action, and more. Other key areas of CDF advocacy involves looking at data which is critical to policymaking, assisting with community leadership support, and helping others in the community realize their own power to create change. Wahi describes this work as a two-step process. The first step is to communicate with marginalized groups to find solutions in policies that will work. The second is to be a bridge between the community and the policymakers. This is an important point. Advocacy can feel like reinventing the wheel, not knowing where to start or who to contact. Connecting the community members who want change with those who can make it possible is a great way to help positive changes happen. Autumn Way, as the chair of the Advocacy Committee of Women United, is involved almost exclusively in advocacy. Way stated that instead of having funding going to organizations, which often solve surface issues but not the underlying causes of the issues, Women United focuses on trying to solve root causes by changing policy through advocacy. To accomplish this, this organization meets with different community groups to find out what is important to them and what they would like to accomplish. Using this information, Wei and the Women United team work to push for these policy changes. 
Kristen Rosenberger, host of the virtual session and senior advocacy manager at United Way in Minnesota, led the discussion and helped to answer questions at the end of the session. During the open discussion, one piece of common advice involved the idea of advocating in a way that reaches across the political aisle, in a way that motivates both parties to agree on the same type of policy change. The speakers agreed that it can be hard to create bipartisan support sometimes, but there are issues that everyone can relate to regardless of our differences. What is important is to make sure to educate the relevant policymakers of the issues present and the reason change is needed. Whatever our political alliances are, there are issues that we all care about. On a micro level, each message sent needs to be the right message for that person to reach and motivate them. It is true that everyone might not agree as to how to affect these changes, but then it becomes a matter of figuring out the solutions, since everyone agrees it's important to help. I'm truly grateful for the United Way and other organizations that hold virtual sessions like these. It's a great example of sharing institutional knowledge in a way that can benefit organizations even beyond their own. It's another way of giving back to their community. What are the best ways to advocate? I did some more research to dig deeper into these ideas. What I found is that advocacy is multi-layered and pretty complex, which is great. Because of that, we are all likely to find something that we can do to help. Here's a top 10 list that I put together. There are definitely more ways than this, but I think these are the most effective ways to advocate for positive change. Here goes. Number one, compile data and research to support your ideas. Number two, tailor messages to fit your audience, in this case, policymakers. For example, tailor the research and data you have collected and present it in a way that makes the most impact for what you are trying to accomplish at that time. Different data will have different impacts. Are you trying to get attention for the issue? Are you trying to craft the policy change? Are you trying to implement the policy change successfully? Number three, create relationships with policymakers even before you plan to advocate for an issue. You want to be the one they call when they need information about it. Then, when you are ready to push for a policy change, educate and engage those policymakers. One good way to do this is to invite them to your site to talk and get more information about the issues. Number four, identify the power dynamics within the legislative body. I feel like this is similar to counting the votes in the House or the Senate before voting on a potential bill. I'm sure you've all seen at least one political drama where the politician staff creates the big whiteboard showing who is supporting the bill, against the bill, undecided. <laughs> it's also important to know these things for your cause. Who supports the change? Who might block it? And who are the people who influence these actors? Number five, build a strong, diverse, and engaged partnership base. More voices are better. Partner with nonprofits or community groups that are already excited about your ideas, or talk to these groups about joining you in your quest. Number six, raise public awareness in any or all of the following ways. Write an op-ed letter about the issue to share your expertise. Post on social media about the issue to create awareness. 
directly contact the media to get articles published. Or make a podcast, maybe? Number seven, find out if direct lobbying on the legislative floor or in the buildings is an option for your issue. Sometimes it isn't. You may be able to contact a nonprofit that is doing similar work, as they may have this lobbying access. Number eight, conduct public events that can help you, like petition drives, boycotts, or other actions if needed. Number nine, encourage others to vote if the issue comes to a community, county, or city referendum vote. And finally, number 10, donate time or money to an organization that is working on this policy change that you are passionate about. An organization called Community Toolbox actually has a comprehensive outline for preparing to advocate for a cause. That site is in my transcript for this episode. I hope that you heard something that you can help with to advance a positive change in your community, city, state, or beyond. As I mentioned, I'm going to try to volunteer once a month, every month, for 2021. Think about your advocacy goal and give it a try. Good luck to you and to me. Parker Pierce. Let's talk about our past and determine our future. Thanks for listening to Determine Our Future. See my transcript for all of the research I used in the making of this episode. Music credits are as follows. Gravitational Waves, Departures, Sea Change, Recreation, Urban Blues, Black Snow, Forgotten Land, and Nightwalk are all by Airtone. Aether Theories is by Vidian. And Isolation Swing is by Admiral Bob. See the full credits in the transcripts of each episode. Make sure to follow the podcast on your app, so new eps are always available to you whenever you are ready to listen. Talk to you again next week.